0: Hola, Universal. I'm in a bit of a playful mood because I'm fucking high. Thankfully. Um, Waking Bake's gotten better. I just have been smoking less shit, to be honest. And, uh, not meaning, like, less shitty weed. No, just less weed. I don't know. The whole week off of, um... Well, I took a week off of everything. I, uh... I didn't eat. I didn't... All I did was drink water. And think. So... Call it a... Unexpected fast of... The physical form. I, um uh, I don't... I don't, uh... I don't know that if there's a, if there's a culpability to emotional reaction, I know that I would have picked highly sensitive coming in and God, I hope I've learned that is the last time to do that. Um, or I'm a fucking highly sensitive entity who does not come down to earth for reasons that are very clear. I don't know which one it is. But if I'm telling myself in future Adventures to Earth that my emotional sensitivity meter needs to come down, I'm telling myself that right now. If that's an option, please enact. I will say that as I feel myself collapsing into this reality for whatever is happening next, Uh, it's not that my emotional makeup has changed. It's that my emotional fortitude has grown way less vulnerable. In other words, I think I have the same emotional makeup I've always had, but I'm just so much more comfortable with it in this incarnation of myself than I was in the previous solo flying by my seat of my pants not comfortable at all with who I was version of myself. That self had vulnerability all over it. This one does not. <clears throat> and uh, ugh, this isn't even a statement against the circumstances I find myself in. Those circumstances are real irrelevant over the scope of long haul. Meaning and uh, while they're very relevant to my day-to-day now, that's also so tenable. And what scares me about my timeline is I didn't know how much of a timeline I was viewing. I thought I might be viewing 27 years. To be honest, I was hoping I was viewing 27 years. That was the furthest extent that I could think the coordination of lines in play would take to interact in the way that they were destined to interact but 27 months fuck that's quick (laughs) that's quick cause we're 15 fucking months in So that's what scares me. There is an event coming. And there are a group of us here that are here to witness it. And the things that need to line up for that event to occur so that I can leave this planet in peace are all fucking lining up. And I'm not a biblical fucking person. I'm not a religious person at all. I am so driven by evidence that it's the evidence that makes me have to say these things fucking awful. I don't want to talk about lunacy level shit. I hate it. I hate every second of it. So, am I a non-player character and I'm just here to insert information into the system for the rest of you who have souls? Maybe. Or am I in some way fucking right? Either one's fucking awful. (laughs) I wish I could go back to being blind. I don't know why these truths had to reveal themselves to me. This isn't a burden I ask for or one that I'm ready to fucking carry with grace, I can tell you that. I'm no savior. I'm not capable of finding the dignity in the human soul that needs to exist to avoid the situation that's coming or to just get through it. Oh. I kept denying that this person could be the track of life that came in and out with such, hmm, reverse polarity. But that bob and weave is very much what happened. The energy flow that is existing now in my life is so leveling out even i feel it the tranquility that exists within me with all the change and what is going on with my physical body why am i why am i gaining muscle i spent the last week and a half in bed thinking and i somehow that toned me out more baloney something is happening something is definitely happening my dreams are wild again All over the galaxy. Just. Fantastical dreams. All about. Unleashing. That which is. Locked up. What's going on? So. That's the. Opening lunatic part of my life. But. When I say that. My life plan collapsing as it is. Is. Spookily. Quick. In occurrence. I've kind of known how things were going to finish. At least life wise. Not. I still don't know what fucking this event is. I don't know if it's the destruction of Earth. I don't know if it's the. Ascension of Earth. I don't know if it's the flood of biblical proportion happening again on earth I do believe that is a cyclical event, I do believe there are solar cyclical events, I do believe there are earth expanding cyclical events all of which we have no direct coordinated information publicly available but there are so many signs that we're starting to see that show us that these cycles exist a matter of detecting them in time to start to off-guard ourselves against them? No, I don't think we have that time. No. Now, especially, when I thought maybe it was a 27-year cycle, maybe. But not now. So, that's why I say it uh, fucking scares the shit out of me. I don't care if this is 27 fucking months, 2.7 years. It's the same fucking thing. 2.7 cycles. What? What? No. This is happening in real time. My life sign, my life plan, everything I saw was my my time. That's what I'm seeing. It wasn't a map, it was reality. <sighs> ah. My nemesis' activity is exactly what was crossed off on the X. So, What's happening is, oh boy, all sorts of implications, right? None of which make me all that excited about what comes next. Not foreboding, not losing faith, just very unsure for the first time maybe in a decade. But. Oh, well, at least I have time off to enjoy the holidays. (laughs) Uh, I am in a rather upbeat mood considering um, I don't have a whole lot of vectors pointing a direction I'm confident in. I guess music has a way of doing that. Um, I will say I've been watching some mediocre uh, entertainment as I've been lying around thinking about shit. I do not have the tolerance to watch full movies anymore. It's very hard to do. And I am not one captivated very often by a serial production of the video sort, at least not anymore. So, there's just not a whole lot of viewable content in the universe, as far as I'm concerned. Most of it is pathetically unwatchable. But, this is a pathetically unlistenable podcast. he called it a podcast accidentally or intentionally either way it's not possible oh what is that a can what am i drinking oh my god that's another one i can't get this to pause anymore that's unpause okay little blue train haze should help this situation. Ding. all right so um, Addressing the first point of my 12, I figure that's the way to, to truly vindicate my name, is to just go through all 12 points and explain why I can say they're true. And the first point is, I've never behaved inappropriately with my nemesis at work, nor, <coughs> well, I think I say maybe at work, I've never behaved inappropriately with my nemesis, period. So, I've never really behaved inappropriately with any of my coworkers. Um, that I can think of, unless doing drugs outside of work is behaving inappropriately. In that case, I'm guilty. But, other than that, no. So, in my situation, I figure, um, even admitting that, see, I don't really care what the Home Depot knows, because they could have known any of this at any point, because I've always been public with my opinions, and my actions. So, the fact that they didn't take up the opportunity to dive deeper on who their employee was by listening in? Well, that's on them. But if they're listening in now, (coughs) well, of course, I'm sure they're building a case as to why I was a reprehensible employee, including drug use outside of work. But if smoking weed in Colorado is uh, the kind of offense that's going to get your Home Depot employee terminated, you better go fire about 80% of your staff. So... I've just always been truthful about it, just like everything else in my life. (coughs) So, with this level of blatant and brash honesty, this is what we call strawberry cough. And if anybody is listening to this who's listened to more than one episode, actually you'd have to have listened to pretty much all of them. To catch the one or two times I reference strawberry cough is the very first weed I ever bought legally. That and granddaddy perps, well... Those two have a special space in my heart, and so when I dab those, well, I don't necessarily have to include you, do I? Well, do you want to come along? I mean, you can. We can do this together. As a matter of fact, I always highly recommend that you do this as well, but I figure that's just me blowing air. So, I'll go do this over here in the corner while you think about your life. Pause. All right. (coughs) Oops. All right. That's enough. So, the best part about living your life in a capacity where you don't feel, <coughs> well, alright, we, <coughs> we can stop sounding like a hobo. Wow, well, I wonder if hobo is even a word anymore. Probably not. Goodbye, can. Um, oh, we only have one sip left. <sighs> that means there won't be a whole lot of pot smoking from here forward. Um... If you live your life, (coughs) sorry, in a way that you don't regret your actions as you're doing them, well, then you really have nothing to regret throughout everything that you do. And the one thing I can say about this situation was I'm glad it happened (coughs) in a place I work because I seriously won't date someone I work with. I've just set that rule in place. It's a simple one to follow. And it's for your best, absolute best interest. If you're not smart enough to already know this, today'd be a good day to learn it. Actually, yesterday was the day you should have learned it. But since you managed not to do that, you should learn it today. Don't date people you work with. Seriously, it's not worth your time. It will always work against you, and it will contaminate the workplace. Now, it does occasionally work out. That's why people continuously do it. I am not a person who has proven that possibility, which is why I don't do it. Again, these are the things that are lines I draw and do not cross. So, when, again, I'm told I've been inappropriate at work, no, I haven't. Okay, a decade ago? Let's not go review that tape. 15, 20 years ago? I don't even want... I don't... uh, I'll even admit, I'm sure that's a tape I don't want to review. Times have changed. And with them, so have I. And I respect that times have changed, and frankly, welcome that times have changed. I have no problem adhering to being respectful toward women in the workplace, toward everyone in the workplace. This is not a problem for me. So... When number one is, I have never been disrespectful of my nemesis nor anyone else in the workplace. I'm serious. Now, uh, there have come some conflicts in the workplace, like with one of my previous supervisors, who I've called a dick on this recording more than once. Because he was being a dick. And he knows it. So does this get me in trouble? Sure, of course it does. But, I think if we're being frank, I'm right. Now, again, this is what sucks. Being right doesn't necessarily make what you're doing correct. Yeah, that's true. That's why caution is always better than bluster. And diplomacy is always a better outcome than conflict. But, uh, you know, when conflict rears its head, sometimes there's a reason you carry a knife in a sheath, because you're a lot more defendable with at least something that can attack than you are left defenseless. So, you know, those are the larger story arcs that exist, and the ones that I'm not going to flesh out in real time, because... Frankly, they're flushing themselves out. And again, I so don't care what happens here. I'm not here to punish. I have no punishment instinct in me. I'm not even here for comeuppance. There's nothing here worthy of comeuppance. No one's harmed anyone. Not specifically. But I am a committed warrior to the truth and to the value of someone who stands by truth. And truth isn't negligible. Truth isn't negotiable. And truth isn't something that, when negated, well, it stands stern. Truth doesn't have to adjust. It is. What has happened, has happened. And Um, so here's the deal. I don't think it's fair that number two on my list is my nemesis cannot say the same. Okay. I think I should save that for number 12. And there's a reason I have no, um, malice here. So while number two is perhaps the most persuasive argument in my favor, it's also the most um, I don't know. Revealing, so it just it seems to me like huh, again I really quarrel with whether or not I'm doing the right thing. I've never been inappropriate. I could just leave it at this, and I have a hundred fifty coworkers who I will call to the stand simultaneously to ask. If there has ever been anything inappropriate in my behavior. Both in anything they've observed or anything they've experienced. So, since I'm willing to allow anyone to say anything they want to about me. Since I'm willing to allow the cameras to mine themselves all the way back into my entire history. And since I'm willing to open up my personal exchange of communication with this person entirely to any investigation... Well, I mean, if that's not enough of me saying <clears throat> I'm innocent, I don't, really don't know what would be. But I'm done talking about this shit for a while. I want to talk about something else. So let me pause, find something to drink, and we'll get back to this. Okay, here's the last thing I want to say about it. I don't want to rehash this shit. <clears throat> that's the other thing. The stuff hurts. I have to go through these personal text messages again? Like some of the um, emotional bridges that were being built and then disintegrated? No. Why do I want to go through that again? I don't. And uh, so while I have the entire record, I certainly don't want to go relive it. I never want to do that. So then, again... Isn't everything that I've said enough? Because to me, it feels like enough. <clears throat> I have no malice here. I simply never want to work for the Home Depot again. It was reductionist work. I've complained about that enough on this podcast for fucking sure. <sighs> there I am po- calling it a podcast again. So as I record angst in this universe, for whatever soul cares to listen in some time-space continuum of the future, ha, <laughs> Nobody. Um, The desire to need to hear somebody else tell me I'm right feels menacing. (laughs) Somehow. Feels wrong. Enough that I may just quit right here. Enough's enough for me. Why do I want to sling back and forth through muck that truly... Truly caused me heartache. I don't. So, perhaps what I should do is grab the six best jokes I've never told the universe. Go out to the one open mic night. Ah, oh, fuck, it's the third Thursday. It's oh, professional. Okay, there's no open mic tonight. Which is probably for the best. <laughs> but, I could go out and get drunk. No, God damn it! there's just no... No reason to react to this. It's best to just let it go and forgive it all. All Alright, I know that. But I have to think about that for a minute. Or twenty-two twenty-two. Okay. You know what I love about learning shit about yourself? Is how it's like... It explains things sometimes all the way back to fucking everything that you've ever done. It just seems like sometimes it can fill in an entire line of reaction and make sense of it simultaneously well being forgiving here knowing I have nothing at stake helps but it matters to me that whatever happened when this person entered my life it was dynamic It was life-changing. It just was. I've only had premonition dreams about two people who I've met in real life. This was one of them. That's a whole lot of weight for somebody to fucking hear. I get that. So I apologize for making that information something other than just private information to myself. But... To think I don't sit here cosmically curious about the entire situation is wrong. It dominates. And because it now syncs with what that life plan situation had to have been. Well, <clears throat> again, I wish no malice on anybody. I just wish everyone a great life. I hope it happens for us all. And that I liked learning about myself because I really mean that. I just hope whatever it is that you're here to do, you're getting it done. Be as championship oriented as you can possibly be or whatever it is you're here to do. I'm here to be forgiving. I'm here to be understanding. And I'm here to be kind. I can be nothing else, boss. Unpause. <clears throat> okay. When it comes to knowing anything, I'm a literalist here. I believe knowing anything is a lot less graspable than we allow it to seem in our meat suits, and this is something that plagues me greatly <clears throat> because even knowing what the situation offers, here are the things that I came into it with <clears throat> the premonition dream. In which ha <laughs> until ten days ago, I could have maybe argued myself out of the position that this person was in the dream. But the only reason is because the look that was on her face as she came out of the tent in the dream to say there's nothing for you here, move along. Um, I hadn't really seen that look on her face until 10 days ago when I saw it exactly. And I thought, ah, you're definitely the woman from the dream. And I've had this thought many a time around her that's spooky enough that I just have let it go. If you think about it, let me just... if If you have a repetitive dream in which a character emerges from the dream that is the one consistent character in the dream other than yourself. There are rotating characters in this dream, clearly. And then there's this woman who comes out of a tent to say, there's nothing for you here, you need to move along. And whatever group I'm with takes this warning and delivers. We just, off we go. And that's the end of the dream, frankly. There's stuff that leads up to this moment in the dream, That's always the same. Like there's a dog with us, but it's not my dog. It's just in the group. It's nobody's dog. So, um, and it's always a different dog. Not a dog I've ever seen, recognized. It's not like it's my parents' third dog or anything like that. It's just a dog. And it's never the same dog in the dream. It's never the same bald dude in the dream, but there's always a big-ass bald dude in the dream. You know what I mean? Like it's one of these dreams. And here she is the same fucking woman always comes out and says, there's nothing for you here, you need to move along. And this woman is the woman that is my nemesis currently in the reality world. So, that's another thing that makes me think, well, there's nothing for me here, so I need to move along. Message received. And I didn't understand that what was... um, What was coming here, I think, is strictly a karmic update on my one-life tender. I know this all sounds fucking bullshitty, but I've looked around for things that can explain what I'm going through. And the closest I've come to is there is a group of us here who are on a one-life tender, here to witness something that's going to occur on planet Earth. I don't know if it's good or bad. I hope it's good. I really still do. I hope it's the ascension of the species. I hope somehow the truth of this reality uncorks itself and allows itself to flourish. But it feels like everything's pressing in. Feels like defenses are up. It feels like now is a time when there isn't much to look forward to. So I have a hard time knowing where it's going, but I'm still optimistic. That said... I have seen a life plan element of my (laughs) other beings um, who have shown me that whatever event uh, I'm here to see, to witness, to experience, to document, to transpire as a member of, is on the horizon now. And I know I sound like a fucking nut. I sound like a fucking crazy person. I just also am compelled in this forum to tell you the truth. I don't know why. I don't know why I started this 402 episodes ago. I don't know why. But I did because I felt an obligation to speak to a wider audience that would inevitably reach one person who needed to know all of this. I don't know who that is. I don't know why I'm doing this. But do what I will, and do it with some level of commitment I have. I'm sorry for the week I took off, but I had to re- recollect what was inside of me, what I uh knew to be true, and what I also knew I had to defend. Other than that, I'm not here for anything other than making other people's lives more fulfilling. If your life isn't very fulfilling, well, mine is. It is fulfilling beyond the measure of any reasonable cup. So for that, I'm thankful. And for everything else, I'll get through it and have learned something important. Of that, I am certain.